0: WPTF Radio, AM 680 or FM 98.5. Be sure to set a button for each one of those on your car radio. Tom Kearney here. The Tom Kearney Show on WPTF is on Monday through Friday evenings from 9 until 10. A little bit of live and in real-time radio that is a little bit of a potpourri. We have a little little bit of this a little bit of that, but we hope that all of it entertains or uh, edifies you in some way. One of the things we started doing... A, long time ago. Uh, I had a, a listener response. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, some listener noted that we had a, uh, a a program about automobile repair and about the, the nature of the automobile, and he suggested that we ought to do something about computers. Now, I'll have to tell you, this was about 25 years ago, and a lot of things have changed since then. In fact, it would probably be a very good program if we would talk about the things that have changed. But That will not be tonight, but that may be another program. But uh, our computer guys, as I want to call them, our computer experts, are Mr. Tim Taylor and Mr. Steve Arnold uh, of ByteWise. And it's important that you remember the spelling of this. It's B-Y-T-E-W-Y-Z-E. Tim, did I get that right? You got it right. Got it right. Well, and I give you that because that is their... their, uh, uh, their number, uh, their, what am I trying to say, is their website. And uh, that's the easiest way to find out what they do. Essentially, they're a, an IT firm who provides services for uh, firms that uh, don't maintain their own IT services. And uh, they have been with us uh, many years, I think, uh, since about 1998, as a matter of fact. Tim, does that sound right to you also? Time they got cut off somehow. Okay, okay. Okay. You... Uh, do you have? I don't have a number for them, so you'll have to just put me back on, and maybe they'll they'll call us back and and uh, see if we can see if what goes there. Okay. Uh, in any event, they've been on with us since uh, 1998 or so. We got a little bit of a technical problem because they've been cut off, and they will hope to I hope reestablish our line of communication to them, uh, uh, and and their number will 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 be coming back to us. Uh, While they're doing that, we will perhaps take a commercial break, and also we'll uh, give you a little promo of what's coming up this week. I will remind you that uh, our program schedule for the week is uh, posted on the website. You can go to the website and and click beside the the thing that says host and find uh, yours truly's picture and the the material for this week, uh, which we enter every Monday morning so you'll know what's coming up, will be available to you. And uh, So, uh, that's uh, tomorrow night, Tony Rigsby will be our guest. He was originally supposed to be with us last week, but we had to move him to this week, and we will talk about to a great extent the sports uh, abortive and otherwise of the year 2020, and maybe we'll talk a little bit a little bit of baseball too. And on Wednesday night, we're going to have a special program with a guy who, a uh, gentleman, I guess I should say, who was has been a frequent guest in the, in the in the past, Dr. James Crisp of NC State University's History Department, where he is emeritus now, but he has been working on a biographical entry that deals with a man named Herman Ehrenberg, a significant figure in the history of Texas. And so uh, we're going to uh, talk about the, the historian of Sleuth and Dr. Chris on the trail of Herman Ehrenberg. That will be on Wednesday night. Thursday night will be a nostalgia night, and Friday night will be a trivia night, as usual. And I think the trivia this week will be music trivia. John, have we reestablished contact with uh, with Tim and Steve yet? They're back. Tim, are you there? Ah, oh, good. And, and how about your, your colleague, Steve? Is he there, Stu? Yes, I'm here, sir. Well, thank you, Steve. Uh, I I said Arnold tonight. Did I get it right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. You know, Steve is a very nice person, ladies and gentlemen, because he has been introduced on this program more than once by a name that was not his. And that was my fault. It's one of those things that happens to you when you get old. Well, Gerald, let's talk about uh, the world of computers and and those sorts of things tonight. uh, we'll see what, what is in the news. I scanned a little bit of the news today, but, you know, I'm, I'm the one that's the monitor here. Is there anything in particular uh, that you uh, would note, Steve, that has cropped up, uh, any special problem or anything that the, the manufacturers or the agents of the various manufacturers have deemed necessary to, to you know, make some changes in, in terms of computers and PCs and, and whatever? There's not a lot going on
1: in the terms of uh, new computer uh, technology, really. It's it's uh, the the biggest thing is uh, right now, you know, with with all the COVID uh, restrictions in place, uh, you know, there's there's tons of video conferencing, um, and cybersecurity is is very much on the forefront of everybody's mind um, because. With everybody working remotely, it just presents huge uh, vulnerabilities with uh, corporate uh, work working in a corporate environment. When that corporate environment extends into so many people's
0: uh, daily lives at their home, has there been any? any and, and I guess what you're saying is that the problem is there and and the people that are doing dealing with this have to deal with it as best they can. Has there been any any uh, advances that one would want to note, uh, anything special? Um, no, not really. Uh, basically,
1: it's just been a run on, you know, new laptop, uh, good quality routers for people to use at home, um, uh, people, getting faster and better internet because they have more demands on their their broadband uh provider.
0: Um, so it, there's just not a lot of new going on. It's just expanding uh what is it what is currently in place. So that's the biggest thing. Okay, now uh, I'll toss the ball over to to Tim Tim in terms of the uh the uh Coronavirus uh, problem and so on has that affected? Uh, Steve has told us that uh, more and more use is being made of things like Zoom and so on. Has that affected the way you folks do things in any particular way? Um,
2: I don't know that I would say that it's affected it in a in a negative way or or even a positive way. It's, um. We've had more clients that needed support for them to be able to do work from home, uh, to be able to get into their computer at their office. Um, some uh, and needed assistance in getting things set up. Like Tomorrow, prospective clients. So those are the kinds of things that we've seen from, from a, a support standpoint. that's different, uh, but we've been busy the whole time. We've been blessed. We, uh, we have clients that have needs. We've uh, been there for them because that's what we do. So um,
0: things just continue to move right along. Well, I'm going to ask you a couple of simple questions tonight, both of you, Uh, and uh, the kind of things that a person like me, you know, I'm not a true computer person, but I'm a little bit interested in when words pop up in the news, and I think there are people like me, there's two kinds of people, people who probably already know the answers, and anything you say, they already know, and and people like me who it will be an education for. But I really, we're going to take a break before we ask you to answer these. And something I want to talk about a little bit tonight is the the uh, uh, international attacks. If if you know anything about the cyber attacks from the from Russia, as, as a matter of fact, there was a, a big deal with those a couple of weeks back, and so on, and, and whatever you may have read or know about that, and uh, what what uh, has been done in any way. to... By the way one of your customers that uh, had a zoom installation was yours truly and i'm sitting here looking at this camera thing right now wondering if it if i could make it work but anyway no, as a matter of fact uh, all i'm I'm, I'm going to lose my word here, but uh, it has to do with the uh, increase in broadband applications. And can you talk about that a little bit tonight? Sure. Okay, we'll do that after we take a break. Tim Taylor, that was his voice. Steve Arnold was the earlier voice They are associated with ByWise. They are the proprietors. I, fi- I think that would be a legitimate way to use that uh, word, and if you want to find out all about them, B-Y-T-E-W-Y-Z-E dot dot com, and uh, you can find out all that's going on there. We're going to pause now for a little bit of a break, and then we'll be back. ...21 at WPTF, 5 Kearney with uh, our visitors, our computer guys from ByWise, Tim Taylor, and Steve Arnold, and uh, we welcome them back, and uh, uh, John and I were talking during the break about how slow things are this time of year, and uh, it's a I suspect most people are trying to get get their systems back up and get them running and uh, uh, there's a lot of interest in of necessity and things political and things medical at these times this time of year but uh, in other areas uh, there there is mostly an attempt at maintenance and so on in fact uh, uh, one of the things that I heard today was that the manufacturing is doing good in the United States. I know the construction industry is doing well. One thing connected so, with manufacturing, that I don't know if this touches on your, what you folks are doing at all, but there is a world, going to be a worldwide, perhaps already is a worldwide shortage of chips. Have you heard anything about that? I read something about
2: it the other day, um, but... It was kind of like there's a shortage of some chips. that didn't go into any details, but
0: that that's all I know. Is just yeah. that there was. a well, lot that it, was. I'm sorry. I was going to say what I heard was that particularly, particularly people in the automobile industry were, were uh, felt like it was going to kind of hold back uh, their effort to you know maintain a, a strong strong manufacturing force because the, so many chips were being used in. Right. and they they had chip makers had uh had backed off about a year ago well in March and april of last year we, we were coming up on the eleventh month industry when they started shutting shutting things down and uh uh and they had sh- they had shut them down and then they had they had uh, begun to crawl back out of the out of the economic hole that they were in you know reopening and everything and but uh they had they had not been able to pick up much speed to get much traction along. those lines. So that's a piece of news for you there. And will one of you gentlemen explain Wi-Fi to me, Steve? Um, Wi-Fi is basically
1: um a, a it's it's very akin to a micro tower. Um, it it allows you to connect. Um, the devices that are in your home to a wireless network, and that wireless network just happens to be connected to the internet. In in the in the simple terms of what most people uh, have for Wi-Fi, um, so you get uh, internet from a internet service provider: Spectrum, AT&T, Comcast. Uh, whoever it happens to be, and uh, they provide you with a device to get onto the Internet. And sometimes that device allows you to network all of the devices that would be in your home, um, whether it be wired or wireless, Wireless, um, or it is a device that only allows you to connect one computer um, or... One other device, um, so you can, in that case, purchase your own wireless router that would let you create your own Wi-Fi network, and then you can wirelessly connect your your cellular telephones, your tablets, your computers, your printers, um, you know, some TVs for uh, smart TVs. Um, But basically, Wi-Fi is a wireless networking protocol that allows devices to connect to some type of network, and that's generally the
0: Internet. Well, uh, Steve, one of the reasons I wanted clarification on this is the first time I heard the term Wi-Fi was in connection with things like uh, coffee shops and places where people would go and be able to tap into something that I heard was called Wi-Fi, and I got the impression that, that it, it, it was available because there was something like a computer hotspot in there. Does that, that make any sense to you? It is. It's, it's basically, you know,
1: whether it's a private Wi-Fi or a commercial Wi-Fi, um, Wi-Fi is just Wi-Fi. Um, it's just do you have the privilege of knowing the password to get onto that wireless network? Um, You know, when you walk into Starbucks, uh, it's either, you know, kind of like a hotel. You open up your phone, it says, hey, Starbucks has Wi-Fi, click here to connect. And you've got uh, wireless internet for the next three or four hours. Um, Or sometimes you go to uh, an Internet cafe, uh, not necessarily a Starbucks, but there are Internet cafes that uh, have uh, a higher quality of network connection, and you pay for that, whether it be uh, for the amount of time that you connect or you pay for the amount of data that you use while you're there. So it it just depends. It it really is um, Wi-Fi is Wi-Fi is Wi-Fi. It's just whether or not it's a free or a commercial or private Wi-Fi that you're connecting to, and whether or not you know the password for it.
0: Well, the situation that I was presenting when I first heard of it, and and it's being clarified. You're clarifying it in my mind. Was as if something sort of incidentally existed or developed, you know, and it just was there because there was so much uh, use of computers in that particular area. Uh, and uh, and what your suggestion is that at some point the, perhaps the person who runs the, the, the business and wants to attract customers who may or may not want to use their devices has, has installed some sort of situation where it is promoting it. And, and in fact, I want to go sit.
1: Uh, a coffee shop or a mcdonald's or a wendy's or Taco Bell, um or a hotel uh everybody has wi-fi that you can get on and utilize uh it's just
0: whether or not uh you know the password for it or not like i say uh, well i know one of the reasons i was interested in this we have about 30 seconds here before if i need to break for the news was uh, i was uh in the past year unfortunately uh in a situation where I was in a rehabilitation center and they had Wi-Fi, but it was only it was very weak and it was only usable in a certain part of the building. And it made me think uh, that it was weak because there was not a lot of computer activity anywhere else and ultimately, at my request, they, they fixed it, so to speak, so that I could, could use the laptop. But uh, that's why I wanted some clarification on that and I thank you for doing that. We're gonna pause for the news and we'll be back. I'm pretty show sure for Monday night is January the 18th of Martin Luther King Day in the United States of America. Before we get back to talking about computers and some of the odd, strange, and curious questions that I may have, uh, we will need to pause for just a couple of minutes. One, to remind you again uh, of uh, the guest upcoming this week and that Tony Rigsby will be here tomorrow night to talk about sports. Dr. Jim Crisp will be on with us on Wednesday night to talk about the. Uh, uh, a book that he has uh, been working on that he's about to publish. Uh, the the uh, thing that we put on the website today uh, was uh, Sleuthing, the Historian is Sleuth. And so, Dr. Crisp is going to talk to us about how he's worked on some biographical materials dealing with uh, a Texan of the age of the, uh, the period of the Alamo, a man named Horan Ehrenberg. And uh, I think you'll find it interesting. Uh, to, to have him talk about how he does history and how history is done. And uh, then uh, Thursday night we're going to have the styles tonight, and Friday night will be our Friday night trivia. Also, we need to talk about our friends at uh, King's Auto. We've, we've not talked about them lately. But when servicing your car, you need to know that the cycle of, what the cycle of service is. Your cycle of service begins the month that you buy your car that cycle does not necessarily match with the normal seasonal changes, especially as has to do with servicing. At King's Auto Service, they will schedule your service animals based on that cycle. For those using synthetic oil and driving limited miles, which would include myself, you can go much past the normal service based on the miles that you're driving. You'll need to reschedule your service uh two to two or three times a year rather than say six Uh, during your service at king's auto they will uh, check the wipers uh, the belts the tires transmission fluid and other things and for those of you currently driving a toyota prius or some other hybrid vehicle the certified and that certified is underlined hybrid uh, technicians at king's are now able to refurbish your high-voltage battery pack for less than the dealer would charge to replace it. This usually comes at about 150,000 miles. Call King's tomorrow to schedule a courtesy battery analysis. King's Auto Service and King's Correct Loop and a state inspection station. I recently had them inspect by my, uh, my car because it was that time and time to get a new license plate. They're easy to find, King's is, at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. On the web, King's Auto Service, they've been in business since 1946. Tom Kearney here at uh, WPTF, 9.36 is their time. And we have waiting in the wings uh, Mr. Tim Taylor and Mr. Steve Arnold of ByteWise. That's B-Y-T-E-W-Y-Z-E. They are an IT firm, and if you uh, go to their website, ByteWise.com, you can find out about uh, all that they are, are capable of and are up to and uh, all I can say is if, well, they're, they're my computer guys. Beyond that, I don't, don't need to say anything. Uh, uh, Mr. Taylor keeps me in business around here, and uh, so I, I feel very fortunate in that we're talking about some uh, topics that have to do with uh, uh, computers this time of year. Tim and Steve, are you there? Oh, yes, yes sir. You should have regathered your breath now. In the newspaper. I'm reading, and one of the things that has, I think, become more of an item of concern because of the uh, virtual schoolhouses that we have now is the concept of broadband. And I think I have a vague idea of what that's about, but would one of you please, if you can, explain that to me. Please go ahead. Um, so you were asking about broadband? Yeah, about broadband, yes, They're... they're, they're talking about offering more broadband to particularly to people in rural areas and in eastern North Carolina because so many children are having to use computers now and and apparently the kind of internet service that they want is not available and I I gather, I I really am not playing dumb, I really don't understand this and I really don't understand I can believe that it's a necessity but uh, I can't understand exactly what they're talking about Well, what
1: they're talking about is Actually, using the cellular network and um, providing students with uh, little, uh, slightly larger than a uh, uh, a pack of gum, you know, uh, you know the the fifty strip piece of uh, you know regular gum. um, There's a little box that the schools will send home with the students, and it is basically a cellular hotspot, and what it does is it allows you to create a small personal wireless network that connects to the Verizon or the AT&T wireless uh, cellular network and gives them broadband or internet access. Uh, to, do, to be able to do their schoolwork from home. Um, it's it's ty-
0: typically uh, subsidized by the school system, um, and uh, it, it does in a lot of places uh, give access to the students where there is
1: no uh, wired internet uh,
0: to their house. Um, there's
1: out in front of our mailbox that we can tap into
0: and I'm going to explain to you why one of these I asked this question that uh, okay now the the, uh, the internet system is riding here on the back of the cellular telephone system is what you're saying. Sometime long ago I got the impression that that uh, the uh, service might be distributed and come to a house through the lines that brought the electricity. Um
1: there were some home networking devices that uh, Netgear and TP-Link came out with a number of years ago um, that would use the, uh, the copper wiring in your house for the electrical outlets that would allow you to get a network cable um you know, it it would use the electrical cabling in your house to generate a network that your computers could use. Um, And it just never really had the speed and the reliability necessary um, for it to become a mainstream product. Uh, there, There were just too many complications with it. And it did not work well, um, so it, it never made it past uh, initial market penetration. Um, you know, there, there were very few devices that were ever marketed for it, and it just never took off because it was unreliable. Um, well, I can Yes, you're right. Um, but there was a a big push for um, networking technology to be able to try and use the electrical cable that was in everybody's houses and uh, you know comes up to everybody's house. But like, like I said, it, it just wasn't reliable enough for it to become mainstream.
0: Well, it's one of the things, I guess, it's always been a limitation. I know certainly the delivery of electrical energy was a big problem back in the 20s and the 30s uh, you know, because they had to, to lay the line out there to deliver it to the houses and and, and whatever, and in rural areas, sometimes you'd have one house per mile, and the the the, the amount of, amount of money you would collect from them would not pay for the for the line, so the, the line simply weren't laid for for a while there. But uh, you know, the cellular telephone telephone system has been uh, a really uh, a real real uh, way to make changes in the way things were done, and it has happened. Amazingly quick, you know. To to those of us who are old enough to remember how things they were of circa 1990 and whatever. So, uh, but but uh, it makes a little more sense to me now that you you tell me that they're planning to ride this on top of the the telephone system, which is the way so much other uh, of the, the communication is in fact being done now, rather than than through a, a, a line of some kind, but through some Uh, wireless uh, communication, and if you've got the cellular system already set up, it makes a natural thing to use it, for. for, in fact, for that. I know that was so stumbling around, but you have added to my knowledge here. Steve Arnold is the technician who's explaining it to us. He works with ByWise, B-Y-T-E, W-Y-Z-E, and and, uh, standing in the corner over there is Mr. Tim Taylor, who talks with us occasionally. We're going to pause and we're going to come back and see if these gentlemen have anything on their mind that they would like to uh, extrapolate on and from that we will will go on toward the end of the program. Right after this on WPTF. Hey, it's 9.50 at WPTF Radio. Tom Kearney on a Monday night at the Tom Kearney Show and uh, we're talking with our computer guys, Mr. Steve Arnold and Mr. Tim Taylor of Bitewise. I'll spell it for you again. And the reason I keep spelling it is it's spelled in an unusual way, and it's the key to your getting to their website. It's B Y T E W Y Z E dot com, and it will tell you everything that they are about and that they do. Now, gentlemen, anything special on your mind tonight? We've got about five minutes left in the program. Um, not really, but I kind of want to touch back on what you were talking
1: about, about Wi-Fi, um, while you were in rehab and, um, you know, the, the big very popular um, over the past year is what's called mesh networking or mesh Wi-Fi. And instead of just one wireless access point to try and cover your entire house, um, with a mesh Wi-Fi system, um, which is granted a little bit more expensive, But it does distribute that wireless signal throughout your house a lot better to give you better coverage, you know, uh, from one end of the house to the other, uh, possibly for your back deck so you can sit on the back deck and, you know, watch the sun come up or the sun go down and still have a good Wi Fi signal. So, um, you know, just because you've got Wi Fi, don't think that it's necessarily going to cover your entire house. Um, you
0: may have to tailor it for your house to get a good, good working environment. Well, I, I ended up addressing, there's nothing more boring than, being, than to be in a, a, a medical center, I, and I, my major problem was I had a broken leg. I wasn't really, if you quote, sick, but I could have used the, the, uh, the laptop if I had the Wi-Fi, but the Wi-Fi was centered in another part of the building, but I addressed the, person in charge of keeping people amused. As you must know, would would imagine they would have somebody on the staff to try to make sure that uh, have, things would be done to, to to ward off boredom if one particularly could. And a laptop is one way you could do that if it was available. And and this person addressed it, and in fact, they extended the electronic system. I, I don't know how they did it. It may have been mesh. It may have been wired or whatever. But after they did that, I was able to use that. and. But you make a good point. I just thought that in the beginning, what people were were operating off of when they had a, a laptop or something and were not connected to a cable, but was was the, the existence of a quote hotspot, and that they were incidentally created. But what what you're saying now is they're not incidentally created, but they're created on purpose and with with routers and things like that. That is correct, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, uh, that, that, that that has cleared that up. I was I was watching a movie and and the, 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 part of the movie was a couple who he he didn't even have a, a cell phone and she was a computer genius and everything and and but she goes into a place and buys a map and he said I thought you only got you know, stuff from your from your uh, computer you know why why would you buy just a piece of folding paper which is what we used to use and. She said, well, I, I lost my hotspot, So that did sit him back a little bit for a second, but uh, but uh, he, he was made to understand that her computer no longer was was within range of anything that, that would allow her to communicate with the outside world. Uh, well, Steve, I thank you for coming back and, and addressing that particular issue. And uh, at this point, I think what we will do is uh, uh, tie this up in a nice, neat knot and say that I'm glad that you could... Could uh, be here with us tonight, and that I uh, hope your, uh, your business continues to, to to be okay or thrive uh, during uh, the time of uh, the uh, coronavirus uh, prevalence in our part of the world and that things.